I'm Jennifer Clare, and this is Kitchen Radio. This cooking podcast takes place in a different home kitchen every episode, where we cook up a dish my guest has always wanted to learn. Before I opened up a brick-and-mortar cooking school in New York City, all my teaching took place in my students' kitchens. Now, with a microphone in hand, I'm going back into their homes, so you have a chance to come along with me. Today I'm joining photographer Meredith Hewer in her bright and sunny kitchen in Beacon, New York. Meredith and I have spent a lot of time in the kitchen together over the years. We briefly had a show called Chewing the Fat on our local radio station where we talked about what we cooked for dinner that week. Riveting stuff. She also photographed my last cookbook, Six Basic Cooking Techniques. She originally wanted to learn how to cook liver for this episode, but I simply couldn't get excited about that. So we settled on lamb, which I am very excited about. Listen in. Hi, Meredith. Hey, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith and I have spent a lot of time in the kitchen together, but today we're actually recording it, um, which will be a little bit more interesting. Although, actually, we have done a lot of recordings before. We did have, years ago, our own podcast. Before podcasts were all the rage, called Chewing the Fat with Jennifer and Meredith, where we would just, you know, record ourselves... Talking about food. <laughs> Saying what we, we were so interesting. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad to have you back uh, on the recorder. I'm on the great microphone. to have you in my kitchen. Yeah, so we're in Beacon, New York. And uh, what are we cooking today? Well, we're cooking lamb. I've always been curious about the different cuts in general of meat and why, you know, what tastes best uh-huh. and why, because there's such a wide variety in the cost. Definitely. I For steak, I always think of ribeye as being the yummiest, but it's also up there in the price range. So um, Really? I always think that seems like a mid-level. Like the most expensive are the tenderloin. People love tenderloin, yeah. but there's no flavor. I know. I Ribeye has the most fat yeah. and marbling. Fat, so. bone, connective mm-hmm. tissue, that's all flavor. Oh, right. Yeah. So what did you what did you bring? We're, we're working t- today with this lamb. This is lamb, right. So lamb is not something that people cook a lot of, but there are so many different kinds of lamb chops. So I kind of got inspired to... Uh, teach you lamb because I was standing there at the butcher counter at Adams and there was three different kinds of lamb chops which I think I didn't even knew there was three different kinds of lamb chops I've only only ever cooked one yeah the lamb rib chops that look so cute is that this one that's that one that's what I'm used to yeah but then I also found uh lamb loin chops and lamb shoulder chops and they vary in price pretty dramatically so what do you think is the least expensive just looking at them yeah I'm going to say this one. Yeah, Wait, that's one the shoulder this? chop. Shoulder. Because uh-huh. I imagine, why do you think that is? Because it's it's like, it just, has more bone. Yeah, it seems like a little bit of like the forgotten part. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny shape. <laughs> what do we do with this? It's yeah. not very pretty. Yeah. So it's true. So the lamb shoulder chop has lots of bone and a bit of gristle and probably mm-hmm. won't be as tender. So that was uh, $7.99. Okay. And then the loin lamb chops, which look like literally miniature T-bone steaks. steaks. Yeah. You know, with the loin on one side and I don't even know what's on the other. But it's like a little miniature the, shrunken, yeah, that's the lamb. Oh, right, like a pork tenderloin. Like a little, yeah, yeah so a T-bone steak mm-hmm. in shrunken form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those were $15 a pound. Mm-hmm. And then these are the little loin, um, the rib chops. The rib chops are what everybody thinks of when they think right. of Right, uh, then they lamb. have the beautiful symmetry and kind of... Yeah, and they have the, a little handle, so yeah. you can pick it up. <laughs> when I was growing up, my mom used to make us lamb chops. My brother and I would each get one, and she liked it because it kept us clean, because we would pick up yeah. the bone and nibble it off like a drumstick. They are tidy. It's true. <laughs> very tidy. It's really true. Anyways, just for price comparison, 
Um, those were twenty three ninety nine. Wow. The so rib huge, and these are seven ninety nine. Yeah, wow. and they're all lamb. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna cook these all up. Uh, we're gonna make two different sauces, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have a lamb taste a lamb off. taste off. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna see if it's worth the extra fifteen bucks a pound. Yeah. To I'm get really the, hoping uh, it's not. Chip. I know. <laughs> I have to <laughs> so say. we can eat more lamb. Tell me this is gonna work. All right. So before we started recording, we did marinate. So the shoulder chops, because they are the toughest. Those are the ones I wanted to marinate. I did want to try one with a marinade and then one with just sort of a side sauce. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, I had you whipping this up. What's and in yeah, here? this is so. This is um, my newly discovered pomegranate molasses, which I'm very excited so about. good. So pomegranate molasses is just pomegranate juice that they boil down, add a little sugar until it gets the consistency of molasses. That's why they call it that. Mm-hmm. Although it's not quite as thick as molasses, or, or not blackstrap molasses, I guess. It's, it's a little, kind you of can thick. Pour it. You can definitely pour it. So it's like a very, very thick maple syrup, but it's fantastic because it's not just sweet, it's sweet and sour. And would you use this, like a lot of times people cook like cherries with meat or something like this, and I feel like this gives that flavor. It's an acidic, fruity flavor. Mm -hmm. So pomegranate, the thing about lamb is I cannot think of an ingredient that lamb does not go with. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the chicken of the red meat world. Interesting. Because yeah. it can be, you know, savory and herbal and rosemary and mint and garlic mm-hmm. and citrus, but also like sweet. Like I think about it like a Moroccan tagine. Right. With like yeah. apricots and prunes and yeah. and that kind of stuff. So I wanted to definitely do something with, I, I'm obsessed with pomegranate molasses because to me it's like, it's because it's sweet and sour at the same time, it kind of adds such a... Powerful Complex amount of flavor, flavor to with it. a very, yeah. just only one ingredient. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so this is pomegranate, molasses, garlic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is parsley? Do we have No, that's here? dried oh, mint. Dried mint. Yes, because, oh, you know, yeah, mint yeah, is yeah. so classic. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing dried mint. What do you think about dried mint? Like, in terms of the, you know, certain herbs don't dry well, but right. I feel like mint. I think dried mint is great. Mm-hmm. I've started using it a lot because I cook a lot of Persian cooking. Yeah. Persian food. Yeah. I think of it as, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's great. It's great in yogurt. It's great in a marinade because you can't, mint bruises so easily. So using it fresh is not always perfect, mm-hmm. but it's great for adding a nice minty flavor mm-hmm. to this mm-hmm. pomegranate molasses. It's kind of like a zest almost like it adds that brightness yeah. to. And then of course we cut this with a lot of olive oil. So yeah. it's not just all the strong ingredients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we doused salt and pepper, salt and pepper, and then we're just coating these guys in there. So they're waiting for us to cook And what them. do you think about like, is 15 minutes enough? Do you, is longer better? Does it matter? I Marinating to me, it's just not going to get that deep in it. Yeah. It's really just going to be a surface mm-hmm. marinade. Mm-hmm. So even if you do it for 10 minutes, you're still going to be you're still going to get flavor so we'll let it sit here we'll do it last and then over here we have the two dry ones so this is the pomegranate molasses marinade and then for these two the the rib chops and the loin chops we're just going to quickly cook those in a pan you don't cook them very long because you want them to be you know rare to medium rare yeah the more tender the cut um the less you want to cook it okay so rib chops loin chops great shoulder chop though you're going to want to cook through through because okay. if you leave it rare or even medium rare, it's still chewy. To cook it through, that's mm-hmm. how you tenderize mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we'll do these first. And then since these are not being marinated, we're going to serve them with a side sauce. And we're going to make a mint pesto, which is very easy. It's just like a basil pesto. But yeah. instead of basil, we're using a mixture of parsley and fresh mint. Yeah. And instead of the sort of classic pine nuts and uh, Parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. we're going to do a green... Uh, nut just to keep it in the same color. Nice. Uh, and so we're going to do, what do I have here? Oh, I have uh, pistachios that I brought. I don't have very many. <laughs> oh, I might have some. All right. Well, if you have them, that's great. Um, and then what's the other one? 
Pepitas. Uh, oh, my green pumpkin seeds. Oh, right. Where did I put those? I mean, I'm They're over there. If you would grab them. So just put them all in the food processor, blend them up. We're going to skip the cheese because lamb is kind of rich. You don't want cheese, uh, yeah. cheese sauce with it. <clears throat> and so we'll just cook the lamb chops very simply. Sorry. It's going to be. Um, oh, good. You have. So you freeze your pistachios. What's the story with that? Um, I freeze all my nuts. Yeah. Not They're just in case. Not I don't refrigerate use them. and freeze. Well, I have more room in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> we have a small European fridge. That's true, you do. You are very European. So we have to get very, uh, yeah. Mm, these are good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. This should be good. Mm. Um, I love, so with for me, if a nut is bad, it's so upsetting. Like a rancid yeah. nut, there are so many rancid nuts out there. And How do you know people, if it's rancid? Because it tastes like a crayon mm-hmm. or wax mm-hmm. or just, so it tastes texture plastic. Thing. No, it's not a texture thing. It has like a very off flavor. Mm-hmm. So, because nuts are so high in oil, they go bad so fast. So, actually, when I go into other people's kitchens, the first thing I do is look for nuts. And if people eat nuts, you know, frequently, fine. Right. Yeah. But if you are using nuts like for cooking and you use it every once in a while, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you put it in your freezer, mm-hmm. but I just put it in my fridge. Yeah. These are delicious. Interesting. So, yeah. we're going to do pistachios. So, it's going to okay. keep it all in the green. Beautiful. Family. Yeah, look at the color there. All right. So, mm-hmm. let's make our pesto first because that can just be sitting. Because when we cook the lamb, Especially these loin, uh, these rib chops are only about like less than an inch thick. Yeah. So those are going to cook through in about five minutes. So you're just going to put a little olive oil in the pan and salt and pepper, salt and pepper before, yeah. and then okay, because that how we're going to need to know right. the true flavor of the lamb. So okay. this is fast food if you if you can. It is it. fast food. <laughs> it is expensive fast food. <laughs> okay, so let's put a whole bunch of stuff in the food processor okay. and turn it on. It doesn't even need to be in a particular order. Okay. So we'll do the part. We have fresh flat leaf parsley here that I washed. So I would just take off the bottom tougher stems. Yeah, how do you feel about just stems pull those in off? Pesto. I'm, I'm pretty lazy about Stem. it. I'm very lazy too, especially when you grind it up. You'll yeah. never know. But the the tougher stems at the way bottom, yeah. like these, yeah, these I'm going to skip. Okay. But I'm not going to take all the leaves off the upper stems because that is a waste. Oh, this smell smells time. so good. It does. Right, so I was at the supermarket on my way over here, and I asked Meredith if she had mint in her garden because the mint at the supermarket was ghastly black. I don't understand supermarkets that keep produce out that looks so I know, bad. I know. Oh, um, we're ruining your appetite. But Wait, we're putting them into this one? Or right, so this okay. is Meredith's garden mint. So all the okay. mint. So we're going to do half and half. Half okay. mint leaves and half parsley leaves. Now, mint, you cannot use the stems right. because they're just too tough. Very so you woody. do have to take them yeah. off. Yeah. All right, so we do mint and parsley. All right, would you zest this lemon? So these are zester. Okay. Yeah. So before, we're going to need lemon juice and lemon zest, but you always zest first because it's such a pain to zest. I know, I always forget. zest a lemon that's cut in half. You have nothing to hold on to. Yeah. Awesome. So let's do half half the lemon zest and then juice of half the lemon. Okay. So you need that. It's just going to echo the brightness of the mint, parsley, lemon. Mm -hmm. Those are all going to be good. Because lamb is kind of earthy, a little bit rich. And sadly, I love fat, but lamb fat is not super delicious. It's it not. is when it's piping hot. Yeah. Lamb, like a fr- you have to eat right, lamb super fresh. right out of the grill or right out of the pan. Because mm-hmm. as it cools down and kind of coagulates, you get that. Yeah. Really and you don't want to ever unpleasant. drink. You don't want to ever eat lamb with a cold drink. Like no oh. white wine or like a gin and tonic uh-huh. <laughs> or, or iced tea. Because... You eat the lamb and you have kind of a coating of the lamb fat in your mouth and then you chill it. Bad. Wow. Very bad. Well, and lamb is so rich already yeah. that the fat almost seems like right. too much, I right. think. 
So um, definitely the bright, fresh herbs, lemon, are going to be much better for okay. serving. Yep, okay. so you're cutting the lemon in half, right? Juice half of it. Put your hand under the, like, squeeze the lemon okay. into the, the food processor. But yeah, put your hand underneath it so you can catch the pits. This is a good out. test of if you have any cuts on your hand. Right. <laughs> or a hangnail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the hangnail. <laughs> okay. This is a yummy, very juicy lemon. Those are juicy. Well, when you buy a lemon, I always buy lemons. I squeeze them first. Yeah. And if they are rock hard, put them back. Yeah. They have to have some give. Otherwise, you're going to have a hard time. All right. All right, we got... That's in there. Parsley, mint, lemon juice, lemon zest. All right, let's do a grind of salt. Okay. Got this lovely pink Himalayan. Everybody's got the pink Himalayan. Yep. Okay, let's do a whole clove of garlic. Here, smash that so we can take the paper off. Okay. And then we're going to put the whole... Put the whole clove in there. Okay. Yeah, and since we're eating this garlic raw... Yeah. I... I have gotten very conservative about how much raw garlic I can handle, digest. Yeah. Oh, so it's about your gut, not your aroma. I don't mind the aroma. <laughs> I don't either. That's other people's problem, but uh, so like, yeah, I thought garlic was good for digestion. Does it bother? I you? find it can keep me up at night. Uh huh. But I, I luckily know. we're filming this, yeah. and recording this. It is <laughs> one fifteen. <laughs> we can have all the garlic we yeah. want. Yeah. Um, it's more actually Tom's more sensitive to it than I am. Okay, your husband, right? Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna put a glug of olive oil in here. Glug glug. Glug glug glug. Alright, so let's no put the top there. on there. Awesome. No measuring. Oh wait, we forgot our gorgeous oh, yeah. pistachios. So Handful of pistachios. Handful. Like two Should tablespoons? Use let's use up mine because they are already and partially like ground. This much, yeah, think? that's okay. good. So that's about let's say call that a quarter cup. I think actually pistachios feel like a sister not to um, pine nuts like they're they're rich they and a, creamy yeah yeah, yeah they're they're really they're the green sister a green sister a green sister okay put the baby on All right, do you have a rubber, rubber spatula, spatula? Yeah. yeah so if you would scrape that down okay we'll do that on so we have a nice oh, it it's gonna be already. coarse yeah but it's still nice to have a... Uh, yeah. Actually, if I had thought ahead, I don't always think ahead uh, when I'm cooking, but if I had thought ahead, I would have put the salt and the nuts alone in there first just to give uh, the nuts a chance to chop up. Right, it's harder to chop them longer. Up. Right, it's yeah. hard to chop them up as finely with the herbs in there and oil. Should I give it another couple pulses? Yeah. Let's put it on. I think it needs more oil. It's kind of not... The blades are not moving. Okay. So that needs a little bit more love. Get some spoons, we'll give that a little taste. And that's really the only real cooking we have to do. The rest is just, I mean, that's a re- like a prep. Yeah. The rest is just cooking up pork chops. Um, oh my God. These are lamb chops, by the way. <laughs> okay, let's get some Although spoons. I suppose you could do it with pork chops, right? Okay, here are two tasting spoons. Let's see what okay. we think. Oh yeah, the, the nuts are pretty big, but we, yeah. will, we will pardon those. They're tender, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was good. Needs more salt. Oh my gosh. Delicious. Yum! Wow. Right, we'll put a little bit of salt in there. Where is... Oh, mm. here. That is so... The lemon, pistachio, and mint. That's a good That is combo. really good. Dang. Right, let's put this in a little bowl. Okay. So we can just keep eating Small this throughout bowl. the entire cooking process. <laughs> so it is definitely not spring where we are right now, but this tastes like spring. Yeah. 
Which is nice to be able to... Actually, I think about pesto that way, like in January, mm -hmm. just if you need... Right. I think we all suffer from not enough green, so... I agree. This is a gorgeous way to get a good green dose. Great. Okay. Do you want right. to scrape that out or just move it over here? We'll just move it over here. Okay. All right, so we're going to heat up our pan and we're going to do a little pork chop it. So we're going to start with these. We'll let the shoulder blade chops marinate a little bit longer. Okay. All right. So here's our platter of loin and rib chops. So if you would season those okay. with salt and pepper on one side. Oh, I season okay. on one side, and then we'll put the seasoned side down in the pan, and then when the other side's flipped up, then we'll season the other side. Just makes it so much more efficient. Then you don't lose the um, uh, salt. All right, awesome. Sounds I'm doing good. your front burner. We have a gorgeous 12-inch cast iron skillet, nice and heavy. Yep. We'll heat it up first, then we'll put the oil in. I don't want to do too much oil because, again, these are rich. They've got their own. Yeah. Right. Fat. So I, mean, I was hoping we would have a grill pan to do this in, but neither you nor I mm -hmm. own a grill pan. <laughs> so we could not do that, and I can't figure out how to record outside So <laughs> uh, on your actual grill. <laughs> so we're going to pan fry these, but very, very hot heat. That's why a cast iron skillet's great. So quick and hot. And you don't put the oil in first because the, you don't want the oil to have that time that hot without To the... burn, but also, um, from what I understand, if you heat the pan first and then you put the oil on it, mm -hmm. it makes it actually more non-sticky because the heat, oh. when you pour oil over a hot surface, it basically floats uh -huh. over the heat. Uh -huh. And so it helps the food not stick so firmly to the pan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's just okay. a... That's actually something that I learned when I wrote my own cookbook and I gave it to one of my instructors, Erica, to oh. read, mm -hmm. to be the culinary editor. Mm -hmm. I wanted someone to vet it. And I told, in one recipe, I told people just to put the pan, put the pan in the, in the, put the, put the oil in the pan and heat it. Yeah. And she flagged it and she's like, no. And she told me that. And she's been teaching for 20 years, which is three <laughs> years longer than me. So she knows that. <laughs> um, found it out. Like, right. And I think she's right. So yeah. I, the only time I feel like I put oil in the pan early is when I'm, um, like if I'm cooking garlic, because I feel like then the garlic has more yes. time with the oil. And, and also it doesn't burn. If you put okay. oil and garlic in a hot pan. It'll burn so fast yeah. that you have to quickly put right because you want to ease the garlic up to I agree. heat. Okay, so that other than sense. garlic, uh, we wait. All right, so put a glug of that. Okay. Not too big a glug. Wait, but oh, <laughs> the lid's on. This is kind of a <laughs> camouflaged cork here. Okay, all right, glug. All right, that's that's good. good. Yeah. So that was my tablespoon. Okay, all right. So we're gonna swirl it around. I'm gonna wait till it um, ripples when we tilt the pan, which it is. Okay. All right, so I would just take, you can just take a fork, or you can use your fingers. They're such tiny little I'm going to use fingers, yeah. All right, so those go in first. Okay. What well, was not quite know. the sound we're should looking I, for. Yeah, should I wait for the next Give one? Give it a second. Okay. I want that dramatic, <laughs> that yeah. sizzle. It's not satisfying. It's not. Like, right, people always ask if you, if you have to wait till the pan heats up. I'm like, yes, for culinary purposes, but mostly just for the deep satisfaction <laughs> of hearing. Yeah. It's real. Like, hot yeah. oil splattering. Absolutely. All right, clear it in, because I don't want them to be too okay. far gone. Okay. That's a okay. little bit better. A little bit better. Should I put in these yet or not yet? Um, yeah, so we're going to do the rib chops and the loin chops. Okay. The loin chops are a good, they're like twice as fat yeah. as the ribs, so they're going to need a little bit longer time. So okay. we're going to cook these to medium rare. So medium rare is about 130, and 
Um, now that the now that you put them seasoned side down the pan, I want you to season the other side with salt and pepper. Now. Okay. Seasoning coming up. Yep. So I brought my new favorite instant meat thermometer. A friend of mine, Ben, came to visit me, um, and I was sort of complaining about my thermometer because I every time I put it in meat, I never know quite where it's reading the temperature yeah. of the meat. And he gave me this what's called a thermopop. It's orange. So you know I <laughs> so like it. that. Yeah. But it has it tells you exactly where it's taking the temperature. It's right here at the bottom. This like first half of an inch uh -huh. is where you stick it into the meat. Um, so don't then go it has deeper it. than that. No, you don't have to. Oh, but you, you just have to make sure that probe is in the center of the meat. So you should do it a little bit deeper. Okay. And it has a side display. So if you put it in, you know, horizontally, you don't have to like crane your neck to see uh -huh. the thing. Uh huh. That's nice. So it's 85 degrees in here. <laughs> so, wait. That's just telling the temperature of the kitchen. Yeah. So when we so put it in the lamb, it will tell us. Wow. Yeah. It will tell us the temperature of the lamb. So the lamb yeah. we want to be 130. So that's our goal. Okay. And and what about the um, the other chops? What temperature? This I think we're going to cook it by temperature. It's more just by feel. Well, it can go by feel, but this definitely should be a much higher temperature. So something closer to like one forty. Okay. Um, maybe even one forty five because one forty one forty five is more the temperature you cook pork to. Yeah. So you still have you still want a little pinkness. We do not want this whole thing to be okay fully cooked. Okay. Um, I was going to say that was going against my sensibilities, but which is what. Just, I don't, I, my parents would, you know, they wave the meat over the flame and then for, take it. For lamb? Well, unfortunately for everything. <laughs> yeah, you can do <laughs> that. Like you can wave it over a flame if it's already a tender cut. Right. But if it's a chewy cut, then yeah, cook it a little cooking more. is going to help you with the tenderizer. All right, so I would say it's almost time to flip our All right. can I little lamb. You can use a fork. You can use tongs. Looking good. Mmm, smells good. Yeah, it does. Gorgeous. Yeah, those will only take two more minutes on the other side. Okay. But these lamb chops, or the uh, loin chops, we're going to keep cooking a little bit longer. Is this where these are going? Yeah, that's okay. a clean plate. Okay. We're just to put that on. Okay. Great. Exciting. I know. Lamb lunch. <laughs> so originally when I asked you what you wanted to cook, you told me you wanted to cook liver. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I like don't ever want to say no to anything culinary, but I had to say no. You you, you you put the kibosh on my liver. Well, because you know how to cook many things. You were trying to find something that you. Yeah, well, and, and I, I think in general I am cooking more meat than I used to, yeah. and um, so and lamb is something. Honestly, I'm not sure if I've ever cooked it. I wait for my mom to cook it for me. So it's great to... Because she gets to buy it. Yes. And then you get to enjoy it. <laughs> right. It's but mostly about the... Unfortunately, I can't eat lamb anymore in my household because I have an 11 and a 14-year-old. And they... And they totally... Well, they they know what a lamb is. Yeah. And so they can't believe I would cook a lamb. My so we pretty much just don't have it. They're they able to separate out the... Are they? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull the, the one put on yeah. early. Loin chops. That, um, I'm sorry. I'm going to give the, the, the rib chops. one we waited a second. It's just okay. a tiny bit more. So let's, but let's take it simple oh, yeah. just so we know where okay. we are. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to take my exactly. thermometer. I'm going to stick it in the side and see what it has to say for itself. Ooh, 131. Dang. Oh, perfect. Perfect chop. All right. Should I pull the second one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because it didn't wait that long. 
No, we didn't. But it's right. a tiny bit thicker also, so. I don't know. But these, little... so these are the $24 a pound ones. So we definitely have, um, it needs a little more time. Yeah. That's, well, that says $120. Alright, we'll give it another minute at the most. Okay. But because it's the most expensive one, it's the most tender one, right. so you cook it the least. I'm so the cooking that. temperature, cooking time varies with the, the price. Because the price is always about tender. And what about this, you know, this is a lot thicker, so a little harder to cook. The the, the loin chops? The loin chops yeah. are thicker. So just in terms of, like, cooking it through, is, is that an issue? I have not ever cooked a loin chop that fast. So yeah. we're just going to have okay, to go by, go by feel. I'm going to pull this. Yeah, I'm just ready. But the nice thing about... So the rib chops, we couldn't cook very long, only like two minutes on each side, so they don't have a deep color right. on the outside, oh, but these will have a nice brown. deep color yeah. because we have to really give them about three or four minutes on each side. Yeah. I don't know if it's my pan or my stove, but... Um, All right, so we're going to taste these loin chops. Uh, I'm sorry. These are the rib chops. The rib chops. Rib chops are the dainty ones with the little built-in rib for holding. Mm -hmm. And then these are the loin chops that look like the T-bones. Okay. But let's try these because these are the most um, tender. Okay. And we'll get a little dollop of mint pesto on our plate. Ooh, so good. So gorgeous. All right. We could just pick them up. Oh, right. Pick them up. Okay. Dip it. <laughs> Dip it. Oh my god, how is it? So oh, good. Hot! Wait, I think I have to cut I have mine. a special yeah. <laughs> I'm totally cutting mine. I didn't hold yours with a dish towel. Mmm! I cut it. And it's not very. Sometimes I get a little squeamish about the lamminess, but this is not very oh, lamby. No, I, I like the lamminess. Oh my god. That's so good. This way I can scoop a little more on my. So tender. We can literally cook that for four minutes. Mm, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That is out of world. So I don't know what my mother was thinking because I just picked up this little yeah. lamb rib with my fingers no, and I see all of lamb ribs all over me. <laughs> yeah. so, which is I feel like it would be a little wrong sense. All right. all right, so let's flip those over. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. nice deep color. Beautiful. I'm gonna be. I mean, I know that those are not gonna be as tender. These are definitely the. Yeah. They're twenty four dollars a pound tender. Right. And and they really are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then when we're done cooking those, we'll let them rest, and then we're going to put our shoulder chop into the pan, Okay. which I think we're going to need another pan to do, because this, when you cook something in a, in a pan that has some sort of sugar on the outside, so the pomegranate molasses is a sugar, mm -hmm. um, it's going to brown very, very quickly, okay. so we have to go uh, a little bit more low and slow with this, so we don't oh, so um, just to get a basically pan. caramelize the pomegranate, so okay. I think we need a fresh pan, because that is so many... Jesus, what do you have for another pan? I have an identical pan. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. It's like food TV. We're going to swap out the old pan. Yeah. Ready to go. Great. They actually are How should let's heat it up? Because we're okay. in a pan, we don't wait. This is a small burner, but... You've got three beautiful cast iron things going on here. Yeah. Cast iron is, is the way to go. Oh, I need another bite of this one. I also feel like cast iron is good for keeping you strong. <laughs> you get older. The iron is in your food. Yeah. Well, no, just the weight, actually. Oh, right. So, yeah, a lot of 
people do not like cast iron because it's so heavy. Yeah. I was like, that's the... I can you need it, otherwise you're not yeah. exercising exactly. your muscles. Exactly. It's a form of exercise to cook. Right. Out of curiosity, I want to see what the loin shops are registering. Okay. With my handy-dandy instrument thermometer. There's one, like 115. So another, maybe. Another. Well, no, not so much. Because these don't, these can stay also low, like 130. Okay. It's the shoulder chops that we're going to Well, and they will still, I mean, these are small, so you don't have that quite, like, they'll continue They're to They're not going to really continue to show. Yeah. Only as an inch thick. It's not, I mean, maybe a degree. Yeah. All right, so let's add a little bit of oil to the second cast iron skillet. Okay. And when that's hot, you're going to put in these shoulder chops. That's too much oil, is that okay? Okay. It needs, I think it's not hot enough. Okay. So this pan I don't want to be as hot, because again, it's a shoulder chop with pomegranate molasses on it. I don't want to incinerate it. Uh, well, feel, what do you think? No, not yet. Okay. Holding my hand over the skillet, and it's not. If I have to yank it away, then I know it's hot. Okay. okay. Oops. Right, one more temperature. Okay. Yeah, I'm touching with my finger, and it already, it feels like it's done. All right, so this will need to do with a fork and knife, the, the loin chop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 133. Okay, perfect. Check that out. Taking this one out. We'll turn off this pan. I'm going to switch um, burner. Switch burners. Because... Why? Because um, this one's a better burner. That's true. Well, I wouldn't put... Is it too hot? I'm just going to put this on the side. Because you can put it here if it seems weird. Okay. Okay. All right. So this we are going to add our. Let's see if it sizzles when we drop some liquid in it. Yeah. That's ready to go. Sizzly enough. Yep. Yeah. So take a fork and lay okay. our shoulder chop. And do, do you want this? To, we had the burner on high. Should we not have the burner on high? Well, for this? you have to heat up the cast iron skillet first, right? So we can then once take we... the temperature down. Oh, that is a beautiful sound. Okay. Okay. So that's our shoulder chop. So, but it's not very thick. So it's about an inch thick. So I'm gonna say three or four minutes on each side. Okay. Okay. Sounds now good. it's time for us to test our rib chop. So get your fork and knife. I'm ready. I just spoon a little bit more pesto on here because we ate all of that. Can you spoon mine right on top? Yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> into my mouth. Save me this <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. Mm. Oh, I can already tell it's not. It's tender. very different. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Good enough. Really I'm, good. Right. We just saved ten dollars a pound. I know. I. I yeah. This is good. Fourteen ninety nine versus twenty three ninety nine. You know what? This is more delicious. That mm. was really tender, but this actually has more flavor. I think you're right. There's something, I think this is all about the, the mouthability. Like, mm -hmm. you can just, it is like a mouthability. Two bite thing, mm -hmm. you know? But the, yeah, the other one is a little better. This so that's is so chocolate. fun. I've never had a lamb cook up. Oh all right, good. We're going to take a little pause because this guy is going to take a little bit longer to cook. Okay. And, um, and we will report back once we have a shoulder chop so we can do a full assessment. Okay. So of I can just like gnaw. Yes, yeah, so, right. We're going to gnaw a little lamb <laughs> while we pause. <laughs> uh, and we're back. 
But we had a little technical difficulty. <laughs> so when we actually thought we were coming back and tasting our lamb chops, the shoulder chop of the pomegranate, uh, it turned out I had not pressed the record button. <laughs> Which happens. It happens. Oh, it happens. So we're going to have to just talk through what we did because we ended up tasting it and telling you all about it. And voila, you didn't even know. <laughs> so we, we had a clear winner, though. Right. The, the loin chop is the, is the winner. Is the way so but let's talk about the shoulder chop. So we took the shoulder chop out of the pan. It, wasn't, it didn't cook as long as we thought it was. I thought it was going to have to cook longer to be more tender, but actually it was only three minutes per side. And then we took it out of the pan, and the pan was hot, and there was all this caramelized pomegranate juice at the bottom. Um, so we deglaze the pan, which we're going to deglaze again, just to get that beautiful sound. <laughs> so we had a hot pan with all the marinade in the bottom, and uh, and we actually added vermouth. Oh. Didn't even have, <laughs> Didn't have a, a sizzly sound. So I can't even recreate the beautiful sound of the deglaze. But anyways, we deglazed it with vermouth, meaning we put vermouth in the hot pan after we took the... Um, after we took the shoulder chops out, and it just allowed us to scrape up all that caramel, pomegranate caramel off the bottom of the pan, then we spooned over the lamb chops, the shoulder chops. Yeah. Anyhow. And it was delicious, the sauce. It was really was... good. So we didn't, I didn't know that vermouth, pomegranate, and mint were such a good combo, but it turns out they are. Um, but yeah, so the lamb shoulder chops, I'm going to taste it again, because now we're actually recording, so we might as well <laughs> get the full thing. So it's, they aren't bad. No. They are the $7.99 versus the $23.99, but they were just a little bit chewier. Yeah. You know a bit chewier. Crazy? That bite wasn't even very chewy. Maybe we just need to I rest. think, you know... There's three zones on the shoulder yeah. chop. Some are tougher than others because this is all... This is sort of a cross-section of the shoulder region, so... Well, and even between those two chops, there seemed to be... I think that might be part of the issue is that... With the rib chop, you have this incredible consistency, right. you know, and right. then the loin chop is is slightly less so, and then the shoulder chop is like... But both sides of the loin chop are actually equally as good. Delicious. Super delicious. Right. But the, the shoulder chop feels like you're kind of a little bit... Uh, you're not totally sure what you're right. going to get, I guess. So this is the poor man's lamb chop. And not every week do you feel like dropping... <laughs> you <can afford> it. <laughs> You know, we that have kind of change. Celebratory. Right lamb chop and we have our I just want lamb you know to soothe myself right it's been a bad week lamb chop yeah I have a new appreciation for lamb again because yeah, I don't eat it so much but uh I am thrilled that we got a chance to eat a a full lamb lunch mm. this is more lamb than I probably had in a couple years yeah. time yeah it was but really delicious and the pesto just that was a star yeah all right Meredith thank you thank you Jen <laughs> great seeing you Thank you for listening to Kitchen Radio. If you're interested in today's recipe, you can find that and more at homecookingny.com. Just click on the podcast link. There you can ask me any of your culinary questions or even pitch yourself as a future guest. And when you find yourself in New York City, please join us for a cooking class at Home Cooking New York, our cooking school in downtown Manhattan. Until next time, toodaloo!